What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hello, folks, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I will be your host today. My name is Jim Day. Find me on Twitter at Fantasy Paz. And I will be joined by the older, curmudgeonly Mr. George Kurtz. You can find him on Twitter at George Kurtz. George, how are you doing today? Are you ready for another day to get on the grid? How am I doing? Uh, listen, you want to know how my day started, Jim? This is where you're lucky. I think you've been married longer than I have, but you don't have kids. Okay, my wife Don't. comes home from work. My wife has a 16-hour schedule called last night. Comes home from uh, comes home from work and she's mad at my younger daughter. All right, that they they my younger daughter is nine and they already had the mother-daughter thing going real nice. I mean, you could tell they're gonna blow up at each other, and so I had to deal with that. All right, so and then the rest of my morning's pretty quiet. Get the kids off to school here, and then I just find out I gotta go referee tonight, and I gotta go referee tomorrow. I'm gonna get yelled at. And uh, by the way, am I older than you? I thought you were older than I was. I'm pretty sure I am older than you, but that's okay. I look okay. younger. Just checking. Uh, after <laughs> because after I have no kids. My daughter, I will look older. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, crazy stuff going on. Of course, we, you know, a week and half away from the Super Bowl. So we're going to push the Super Bowl talk off a little bit because we've got plenty of time to get that done. We're going to talk some free agency today and some of the guys that are available and where they may end up going. Uh, don't forget, you can watch us on Zumo TV, channel 719, Pluto TV, channel 517, uh, YouTube, of course, and anywhere else you can find podcasts, you can find the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Oh, and just another side note, there will not be a Fantasy Football Frenzy show tomorrow, uh, nor will there be a, a BFF show because there's a company-wide meeting in the afternoon, so those shows will not be on for you guys. Sorry about that, but we will be back on Friday, so there is that. Um, so, you know, the one thing, we're going to touch on this, like, 
really freaking quickly just because it's out there and we have to and we're not going to elaborate on it, but what the heck is Antonio Brown doing these days? <laughs> well, couldn't you see this coming? We could all see the meltdown coming. I mean, this is not a surprise that it finally came to this. And now uh, I didn't even know he got back on Twitter. That's good. Everybody's slandering your name, but you're not showing it what the police want you. Yeah, you know, I don't know what happened. Nobody really knows what happened here, but yeah, this no. is no surprise. Here. This is this is how this had to end with the police being involved sooner or later. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. This, uh, You know, at this point, something's wrong. And at this point, it sounds like he really does need mental help. I hope he gets it. Um, you know, we know how great of a talent he is in the NFL, but his mind is definitely playing some w- wicked games on him right now. And he's just not, a, you know, he doesn't have full control of his faculties. It doesn't seem like from everything he's done since the start of this offseason. So that's enough, Antonio Brown. I'm done. So let's keep moving. Um, you know, not a lot of news, but here's one you might like. The Giants are looking to hire Freddie Kitchens. As one of their positional coaches um, under Jason Garrett, what's your thoughts here? A lot of failed head coaches going to the uh, Giants. Uh, I don't know. That's that's a weird one because Freddie Kitchens uh, is more of an what you, offense. He's not going to be the offensive line coach. I know they're bringing in another former Calvin Mark Colombo to see if he uh, can take over that job. So what's he going to be? The assistant to the offensive coordinator? A quarterback Could coach? Be, maybe a quarterback coach. Right, quarterback coach know. would make some sense. Uh, yeah, it's just weird when you have, you know, when you're going to have another former coach when you already have ears. I mean, whatever you think about Garrett, he has some uh, strong reputation in the industry. Does he need somebody to coach with him? Will he be comfortable doing that? Isn't that the problem in Dallas, by the way, where he didn't really have complete authority because Jerry Jones uh, undermined him? Now you're going to do it with Freddie Kitchens as well. Weird. I find it a little weird here, but until you know what his exact title is going to be, assistant head coach, I don't know. You know, uh, yeah, it's gonna, I think they. Uh, it's gonna be don't you think? Don't you think they want to be careful with uh, Judge too? You already got Jason Garrett, which means if things don't start off well, you know, people are like, oh, well, maybe Garrett's there to take over if Judge fails. Now you gonna bring in another head coach on the uh, on the staff? I might be a little bit yeah, careful here. If to I'm me, a I, I look at it the other way. It makes a little bit of sense just because you have a a first time head coach. He's never been a ho- head coach at any level, and now you're bringing him. You know, guys that do have that experience. And as long as he's strong enough to be to be able to make sure he continues to have hold of that team, then I I don't think it's a bad idea. If he lets either Garrett or Freddie Kitchens start to, you know, get up there and try to be the alpha, then this team is just gonna have nothing but problems once again. I don't see Garrett doing that. He doesn't, doesn't seem to have that that was what's the problem with Garrett, didn't have that personality to show he could be the alpha. And Kitchens is a failed head coach in one year. So yeah. uh, I don't think he has well, to truly... No, I, and I agree with that. That's why I don't think it's as bad a signing if they do sign him. It hasn't happened yet, but it's not as bad a signing yet. Um, the other news for coaches anyway is that Jacksonville is bringing in uh, Jay Gruden as their offensive coordinator. I, I really like this move. Um, although, you know, in his mind, you know, I think it's good for him not to have to be the head coach, go back to being the offense. The problem is he's going to an offense that had a lot of the same problems he had in Washington. Bad ownership, uh, not a lot of playmakers, you know, and just too many holes. What's your thoughts on them signing Jay Gruden? I agree, though. I, I, I like the move for Jacksonville, but uh, there's, there's some work to be done there. The first question is going to be, well, who's the quarterback? You paid Foles all that money last year. Are you going to give him another shot? Is it, is it Minshew's job to lose? 
don't think they're going to bring anybody else in. Or, or they'll, I don't, don't think they'll draft anybody. It's certainly not anybody in the first couple of rounds. But that's the first decision. You know, who is going to be the quarterback here? And I'm, I'm curious to see how this works out, Jim. Like I said, you, when you pay Foles, when you pay quick, all that money. And Foles failed last year. The injury played a part of it. Minshew was uh, the Minshew mania more fun. But generally, that quarterback's going to get more than one chance to fail. So I wonder if it's, Fo- if it's actually Foles' job to lose going into camp. No, and I, I agree. Absolutely. Look, I, if I'm that team, I, I want to give Foles another shot, too, just for, if nothing else, to say, you know, save some of that money. I mean, at least get something valuable out of the money they invested in him. So, yeah, I do think they have to give him another shot uh, in the offseason. But, you know, Minshew, yeah, he was up and down. But that, you know, to be expected off a rookie coming off the, the you know, the way he just jumped in and had to take over. So, going to be interesting. We'll get on it. Don't forget, get on the grid. This is Fantasy Football Friends. we got a lot more to cover. Uh, get into some free agents and where they may end up right after this. Coming back after this break, we will be back. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We've got a lot more to cover in a short time to do it. We're going to talk some NFL free agents and where they might go, but uh, right now we're, we're hearing some news out there that there's a chance that Green Bay defensive coordinator Mike Petrie might be on the hot seat. You know, it seems like Matt LaFleur is throwing him under the bus saying, 
Hey, look, we knew they were going to run the ball at us, and we couldn't stop them. What's your thoughts here? You think uh, you think Petrine is out that quickly just for not being able to stop one running game, or because they couldn't stop the running game all freaking year? Right, uh, they had issues with the running game all year, but you know, listen, the game has changed, Jim. You and I've been—I uh, know I've been bitching about this for a couple of months now, and you and uh, you and I are on the same page here. There's no patience with coaches anymore. None. You know, the head coach gets fired after one year, things don't go well. And as you just said, someone's got to take the blame, right? Head coach not going to do it, so let's blame the defensive coordinator because he couldn't stop the run. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of silly how most of, how easy most of it made it look. And most of it is not Saquon Barkley, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, Derrick Henry, someone like that who uh, has done it before in his career. So I think it was a little embarrassing when you know it's coming. It's from a, I don't want to say a no-name, but a lesser-name player, and you still can't stop it. I think it's silly to fire him unless there's other underlying causes. You know, maybe you just don't have the personnel to stop the run. As you said, this wasn't just one game. It was all season long. I think you need patience, man. I'll say it again. If not the patience, there'd be no Tom Landry, Chuck Knoll, you know, Don Shula, all the great coaches. There'd be none of them because uh, they, during your first couple of years, you were terrible until you got your feet under you and you got better from there. Experience, man, pays off. It sure does. Plus, continuity can be such a huge thing when trying to build a team. If a team doesn't have continuity, it's very hard to, you know, make those changes in a hurry and all of a sudden get back to relevance if you weren't relevant beforehand. But the one thing I do want to say, they didn't get beat by Mostert. They got beat by Kyle Shanahan. It was Kyle Shanahan and his play calling that allowed Mostert to get those yards. Look, I'm not saying Mostert isn't a good running back. He's a good running back, but he was number three on this team at the start of the season for a reason. He got those yards because Kyle Shanahan just did some great play calling that just gave him wide open lanes. Heck, you and I could have went for over 100 yards in that game behind the, the, the way that team was blocking for him all game long. So, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from Mustard. He's the one who put up the numbers and great for him. But that was mostly due to Kyle Shanahan and the way he calls his offense. Yeah, I think Shanahan deserves a lot of the credit as well. I mean, we listen, we made fun of Shanahan because he forgot to run the ball in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and that, that is on him. He got a little bit too hit pass happy there. But I think he's learned from that mistake. He certainly learned from it Sunday. That's all he did was run the ball. <laughs> and he knew, he, knew, right? he knew better, though. Why have Garoppolo throw? There's no reason to. You know, if, it ain't fo- if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it's, uh, it's what he's done. He's going to be a, a pretty magnificent hire. He's going to be what everybody wants now. right? Well, it was McVay. Yeah, exactly. oh, anybody who's connected with McVay, if you shook McVay's hand, you got a job. Now it's going to be that way with Shanahan as well. Especially if they end up winning the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, it definitely would be that way. Everybody's looking for the next great Kyle Shanahan. Once again, we go through that whole thing. Like you said, anybody who's even breathed in his direction uh, could get a job <laughs> just based on the fact of that. So, uh, you know, but I'm not taking anything away. The kid called a great game, and I call him a kid, but he is younger than me. He he called a great game. His his pre-snap movement and just all overall movement was just a thing of beauty. And the fact that they didn't, Kittle involved in the passing game at all because he was a blocker to them. That really paved a lot of way for for Mostert to do a lot of what he did. So I I love the the concepts he brought. And again, he's going up against Kansas City defense that all season struggled against the run. Although they although they did a great job against Derrick Henry last week. So it's going to be interesting if I'm Kyle Shanahan and you know trying to think like well trying to think like he thinks. Uh, man's a hell of a lot more. Sp- smart than I am so but I if I'm him I think I come out in this game throwing early trying to throw Kansas City off their defense 
because you know they're coming in. They're probably going to try and you know force that run to to stop early. And I, if I'm him, I come out throwing. I get the you know Kittle involved early. I get Debo Samuel involved early and try and put Kansas City on their heels on the defensive side. What do you think to that strategy? I see where you're going with it. Everyone thinks you're going to run, run, run. Kansas City can't stop the run. They're decent against the pass. Let's throw. You know, keep them off guard here. I don't think I'm going to go that direction, though, because I would be afraid of this, that Garoppolo does make a mistake early, and that changes things. I think, well, once again, if it's not broke, I'm going to force Kansas City to stop me. I'm going to force Kansas City to stop me. Anyway, Green Bay just said it. LaFleur, like, LaFleur, oh, we knew they were going to run. We still couldn't stop it. So they knew it was coming. They still couldn't do it. You know, Kansas City's had the same problem all year long as well. Has not, have not been able to stop the run other than Derrick Henry on uh, on uh, Sunday. So, I, But I want to force them to stop it before I start throwing the ball. I am not going to be throwing eight passes or, you know, about yeah. eight completions. He's going he's gonna to have to do more than that. You're going to have to mix it up better. I do think Kansas City will do a better job of keeping him on most certain company in check. I don't know if Coleman's going to play with the uh, dislocated shoulder, uh, so Breeder and uh, and Mostert. So we'll see what happens there. But I don't think I'm going to come out being too pass happy. But how about a more even approach where it's not just run, run, you know, run left, run right, run up the middle, run some more. You know, I do want to get Kittle involved though. That one, I don't think they can win this game if Kittle only has one catch again. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They definitely have to put points on the board. And a lot of that's going to have to come from Kittle. Now, the one thing I will say to this, Kansas City did a great job of stopping Derrick Henry last week. But that running game is so different than San Francisco's running game. I mean, with the Tennessee Titans, they're coming at you. They're ready to maul you, run you over with Derrick Henry. Whereas San Francisco is going to try and rattle you and not show you what they're going to do right up until the snap. And then they're going to come at you with something that even looks different from that. Um, I think that's that's probably the biggest thing I'm going to like about this game is I really want to see what both Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid bring to the table as far as doing things out of the ordinary, things they haven't done all year, things that the defenses can't be ready for. Because, I mean, look, we, we do have two of the best offensive minds in the game right now going head-to-head. I would have to think that there, there's going to be you know, quite a few different plays here that nobody's seen before from these these offenses. Oh, I think I would think from Shanahan, absolutely. He's gonna have fun moving people all around, trying to get mismatches, trying to get the defense out of position. And Reed's a great uh the only thing Reed doesn't do well is clock management. That's yeah. really the well, only thing he doesn't do well. He's <laughs> he's horrific. Mean, you know, uh, a friend of mine was uh not in the business, but uh, is knowledgeable and he's always wondered this for years. Why Reed does, and I don't know if Reed does or not. Why, but why Reed just doesn't hire somebody to that? That's his whole sole job. Because Reed has to know he's bad at it. I mean, he has to know. You know, it almost reminds me of that old Married Children episode where you know, uh, when they're trying to give Kelly some knowledge, but when you give her some knowledge, other things fall out. She forgets what a doorbell does. That's what it reminds <laughs> me of Reed. He is so great on offense and all the moves that he forgets the easy stuff or easier stuff and timeouts. What I got to use the timeout. What? Hurry up, offense, because we're dead. You know, he doesn't he doesn't quite get that. You know, that's the only thing I see that Reed's really bad at is that he is awful at any kind of clock management. Well, you're right. And, you know, but as you said, at this point, he should know that by now. I mean, he's been told that by every analyst in the business, every writer that's ever written about Kansas City and the multitude of times where he's screwed up the clock management. So I, I definitely agree. That is something that's going to be huge. Uh, in this game, but man, I, I'm I'm so looking forward to this. I I just hope it's a good game and one team doesn't get a couple here, of lucky here, bounces here. early and then they're off to the races. Um, 
literally, <laughs> especially if it's on San Francisco side to be off to the races. But, you know, same thing could happen in KC. If they get, you know, a couple of early bounces and all of a sudden this, this offense gets going quickly, I think even San Francisco's defense is going to have a hard time with all these weapons. So, you know, it's, it's really going to be fun. And I know we keep teasing, talking about free agents. I guarantee you after this break that is coming up right now, that we are going to talk free agents. Uh, we're not going to get off track and talk about all these other things, but we will uh, talk about all these free agents because there's a lot of them, especially a quarterback, a lot of big names going to be available this year. You know, who do you think is the, the top free agent acquisition at quarterback right now off the top of your head, George, before we go to break? I, I mean, I'm going to go with Brady. I want to see, see what happens with Brady. I think, I think he's the storyline because he's Brady. Not that he's the best quarterback out there, but Brady. And my other one, Jim, is this. I assume Drew Brees is coming back. I really think Bridgewater loves it there in New Orleans, but doesn't he want to go someplace and be a starter and make that big money? I do. I agree. So right after this, we will be talking about New Orleans quarterbacks and much, much more. Don't forget, with we are Fantasy Football Frenzy. We will be back right off after these breaks. Listen up, folks. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf. 
PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven-day golf membership. That is DailyRoto.com promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Oh, thanks, George. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We promised you free agents. Now you're going to get them. We're going to talk some free agents. Uh, let's start with the quarterback position. George already alluded to, you know, Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, even uh, Tavon Hill. Uh, Tavon Hill is uh, is a, a restricted free agent. So, uh, you know, more than likely they keep him. I don't see they, them letting him go. But you're right. I mean, if I'm Bridgewater, if Brees comes back, do you want to sit there behind Breeze another year, having Taysom Hill there, um, you know, always nipping at your heels, coming on for you? If I'm Bridgewater, I'm probably looking to see what else is out there. I agree. I mean, I just don't see – I think he likes it in New Orleans. I think, he, I think he loves it in New Orleans, actually, from all the reports that we hear. And, yes, and he's making good money for a normal individual, but he can make much more as a starting quarterback. But, uh, you know – you look, I keep looking at this, Jim. I do this all the time. I look at all 32 teams. There aren't too many job openings for a quarterback. When you include this, you know, Cincinnati's going to draft Burrow. You know, Miami's going to probably get two or at five. Well, they'll trade to get whoever they want there. So who are you looking at? New England, if Brady leaves. Indianapolis could be an interesting job opening. I don't know if they're sold on Brissett anymore. Denver, the Chargers, because I think Rivers is all but I gone. Think Denver, I think Denver's going to roll with Drew Locke. I'm not sure they're going to change away from that. There, there were some things he did at the end of the season that I think they really liked. I agree. I agree with you. But is Elway getting a little impatient? What, let's say Elway uh, with Brady. Would that make some sense there? A, a guy who's there a year or two doesn't really hold Locke back. I'm not saying uh, a new kind of quarterback, but just Brady. You know, for a year to make one more run. I don't think they have the personnel for it, but I could see that. Carolina's another team that we don't know what's going to go on with Cam Newton. And that really, that's it. When you look at the other teams, they're pretty much set at quarterback. There's, well, Chicago, not like Chicago would, might be another place. Look, let's face it. Even if they bring him in as a backup to start and Trubisky gets off to a bad start again. And, you know, look, he's who, been here for four who? years. He hasn't lived up to that number Ian two Bridgewater? draft slot. But I don't think Bridgewater Bridge is going anywhere if he's not the starter. He wants to be the backup. He'll just stick, stick in New Orleans. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, you know, if they make him, you know, a nice deal, pay him a little more, and then tell him, look, we're going to give Trubisky a couple of games to start out the season. If he gets off to a rocky start, we're going to turn to you. I could see him maybe doing that because, look, let's face it, that's not going to happen as long as Drew Brees is on the team. Um, you know, at this point, it's just not going to happen. He's going to be the backup until Brees leaves. And, you know, they're, if he doesn't leave, if Brees stays there, then, he knows he's not going to get on the field unless Breeze gets hurt. And that's true, but I don't think he's going anyplace unless he's guaranteed to be a starter. Uh, and that could be very much true as well. We just we just don't know what they would offer him anyway. But Chicago is another team that needs to get a good backup because Chase Daniel is a free agent. Um, I'm, I don't think they bring him back. They need somebody that, again, like a Tannehill who's got starting experience and if they decide to finally go away from Trubisky, look, I'm not saying they will. They, they want Trubisky to succeed. He is their guy. They want him to be their starting quarterback. But he's just not living up to that potential so far. So I think they need to bring in somebody who, if they decide to go away from Trubisky, can step right in and become their starter. So, you know, guys like, like you know, Tannehill, 
Um, you know, if he doesn't stay in Tennessee again, I do think he has. First, let's just look at some of these names that are free agents after this year. You got Breeze. Uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, Bridgewater and Taysom Hill, as we already said. Uh, Brady, you got Tannehill, you got Winston, uh, you got uh, Rivers, you got Eli Manning, although I, I think he's done. Um, Marcus Mariota and Dak Prescott, although Dallas has said Dak is their top priority in the offseason to get him signed. He's going to want, you know, 30 plus million dollars. I think they sign him. You know, at this point, I think he's played well enough that they should sign him. Uh, but, you know, there is the off chance that they can't get it done. They've been talking to deal with him for a long time. It hasn't gotten done yet. And wasn't he just out there saying he was looking for $40 million a year? Well, Dak has all the leverage here. I mean, you think about it. The, uh, the franchise take is $33 million. So that's the starting point, right? That, that's where he starts from. You know, I don't think he'll get 40, but I expect 35. I think that's where it's going to come down to. Uh, I think what they're more probably more worried about is guaranteed money here. Is what they're going to end up uh, trying to figure out how much of you know, oh, that's going to be guaranteed. I don't think the Cowboys don't want to franchise him for obvious reasons. Uh, it's more money in the uh, per uh, in the first year. You want to be able to spread that out with the signing bonus. So I think they'll get it done, but it's going to be more than thirty three, but less than forty, somewhere in between there. I think the number thirty five sounds about good. Uh, sounds good to me. You know, maybe Dax. Uh, <laughs> I'll take want, it. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll take that gladly. I'm sure they want more. You know, I'm sure Dak's saying, "Hey, you know, you got, you need me. There's no other quarterback out there, you know, that I could do what I'm doing." Also, another thing, he's not. Remember, Dallas has a new coaching staff, right? Even though it's still uh, Kellen Moore calling plays, which is weird, but it's McCarthy's new head coach. You're going to want to have Dak in there, and right now he's unsigned, which means he won't be at anything when the mini camp starts and stuff like that. So that's really your deadline. You want him done in there by that by the time those camps start. So uh, I expect a lot of action to be uh, coming for Dak, but like I said, he holds all the cards here, all of them. So he he can push it if he wants, but uh, he also has to think. Don't you want players around you? And if you do, if you we are asking for forty million, well, you know maybe Cooper's not coming back then. You know maybe you lose right. somebody and else that, here. That's the next big thing. Exactly right. If they have to pay that much for Dak, can they afford to pay Cooper too? They can. They have about eighty million. The Cowboys. Most of that's going to be earmarked for Cooper and Dak. The players they'll lose will be Byron jo- on defense, which is no shock when it comes to the Cowboys. It's what they do. They'll lose Byron Jones and or Quinn. Both players are valuable to Dallas. But if, they have to, if they have to pay Cooper and Dak top money, there's no way they can have, sign both those guys. Maybe they can sign one at, at the very best as far as Jones and Quinn are concerned. Yeah, actually, the, you know, Dallas is, has one of the best caps out there. Looks like they yeah, they, uh, of... yeah, but it, they do, but it, it's it's what I would call a BS cap because you have to sign Dak, who's going to take almost half that. Well, it, it you know, is, and then, yeah, right. and then Cooper's a you know Cooper's a quarter of it, so you know, it's sort of like phantom money. Well, it, it's a good point, but there's also plenty of other guys that they can get rid of and get some of that other cap space off their numbers. So I'm sure they'll have plenty to do. But it is you know to try and get both of these guys and do whatever else they need to do. It's going to be interesting. I just started a. The, a new series for, for full-time and, and champs for uh, team needs for t- going into 2020. And I'm just starting to look into all of that now. But, yeah, they, I, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's it's still going to be tough for them to sign both of them, especially if they end up having to pay them both top number. So we'll have to see how that works out. Uh, so let's talk about some of these other guys. We've talked about Brady in the past. We've talked about Tannehill. We both seem to think that, Titans are going to stick with him. I can't really see them letting him go after the way he played. 
Winston is one of the big questions. Uh, does he stay or does he go? All we keep hearing now is that Philip Rivers is down there and, oh, he looks like a great fit for this team. And I don't agree. I, I don't. Um, you know, everybody's pointing at what what Bruce Arians has done in the past. And, you know, I, I just I don't know if Rivers has the arm to run a, a Arians offense. He doesn't seem to have that arm strength to get the ball down the field as much as Arian wants to go down the field. I, I don't see this as a great fit. Do you think this is a good fit for him and the team? No, no, I don't. And it's really because of what you said. I, you know, he's not as old as Tom Brady, but I think that motion of his takes more, <laughs> I guess, more strength to, to get the ball out and get the ball deep. And he, he's not going to be able to get that ball to Evans. 60 or you know, 50 yards down the field where Winston can. Yeah, I understand Winston's not perfect. You know, we've been making fun of him all year for you know, he hits he hits different colored jerseys more than he hits his own here. But he can throw the ball, you know, and the other thing with Rivers is he throws a lot of interceptions too. Not 30, right. but a lot. So what are you getting here? What's your advantage to go at Rivers here? Uh, no, I think well, people are making it because he's moving to Florida, but that's where his family lived. It's yeah. just a coincidence more than anything else. I gotta tell you, at this point in his career. <laughs> I can't think of a good team for, for Rivers at all. In New England, maybe if I don't, but I don't think Belichick wants that. I think he wants to go with that, you know, a newer, uh, a newer kind of quarterback. Indianapolis, I could see Indianapolis, maybe indoors. That should help playing happy games indoors. Other than that, it's I keep coming back. You know, it is the Chargers. He's you know a team that's on the cusp. I think he needs a, a team that's yeah. on the cusp of the playoffs or a Super Bowl run. He's not going to an after run team, I don't think. So uh, I think he he might be a good mentor to somebody. But what, is he going to go to Cincinnati and meant to borrow? I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, really. If you're going to do that, might as well just keep Dalton. Um, exactly. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting Carolina? to see what they do. Carolina. Yeah. I, I don't know. After what we saw from Rivers this year, if I'm another team, I'm not paying him a big dollar amount to come play for me for a year or two. I'm just not. He didn't look that good. Uh, he missed too many wide-open receivers. Didn't see wide open receivers at times. He just didn't look like the same Philip Rivers. And I've been a Philip Rivers fan forever. I like Philip Rivers as a quarterback more than I liked Eli. But there is that big rub that Rivers could never win the big game. I I, I think he's done, Jim. I, I really do. I I can't see him leading anybody anywhere anymore. Uh, I just I didn't like what I saw last year. It looked like he got old quick. You know, uh, he just got old quick. So uh, I don't. I don't think the grass is going to be greener for him on the other side. I don't see a perfect place for him, not as a starter. You know, if he wants to be a backup, be a veteran backup, there's a lot of teams that would love to have that. But as a starter here for a, a team that's in contention, I think you're asking for a lot of problems here unless you have a very strong running game and you don't need him to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game. And, and that's the thing. So it really is hard to find that team that I think he fits well with at this point. Uh, we're coming up on a break, but right after this break, we'll start breaking down some of these running backs that are free agents going into next year and where they might land. It's going to be interesting. A lot of big names out there. And how much money can they get? Where can they go and get a full-time job? That's what we'll be trying to figure out right after this. We'll be coming back with more Fantasy Football Frenzy right after these notes. And don't forget, right after us, the BFFs bringing you all the best Barbie music everywhere. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, folks, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We're going to talk some running back free agents in this segment. Of course, you can catch us on Pluto TV, Zumo TV, YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can watch us and listen to us. Uh, and hear what we have to say every day, Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern time, except for tomorrow. We will be off tomorrow. So uh, at, outside of that, let's get into some of these running backs. And here's a list of some of the top running back names that are available. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Derrick Henry, uh, Kareem Hunt, Kenyon Drake, uh, Jordan Howard, Austin Eckler, Matt Breida, uh, Carlos Hyde, Adrian P- Peterson. Ah, man, I, anybody takes a chance on Adrian Peterson, you think, next year? Somebody probably will, don't you think? Yeah, if he still wants to play for a backup role, I think somebody will. You know, a veteran backup still has something left. You know, I, I think it's a backup fine, getting five to eight carries a game. I think that he'd be okay in that role. As long as he's okay in that role, yeah, I agree. He's definitely got the, the, the wherewithal to be able to do that role. Uh, it's just whether or not he really wants to do that and take all the punishment just for that. So let's talk about some of the n- big names uh, at the top of this list. And one of the names that isn't on this list is a free agent, but most likely will be available uh, is, of course, David Johnson from Arizona. Everybody expects him to be gone after the way this year ended. Um, you know, the injury, and then even when he seemed to be healthy, they didn't play him. Brought, bring in Kenny Drake, and he does a great job for them. And Larry Johnson goes bye bye. So. You know, 
we got Larry Johnson, Gordon, Henry, Hunt, um, and even Drake. I although I if I can't imagine them Arizona letting both Drake and David Johnson walk. I think they bring Drake back uh, after the nice finish he had to the season. But we'll have to see. We'll see what they do. But um, what's your thoughts though on like uh, we've talked about Derrick Henry. We both think that Tennessee is going to try and bring him back. Whether or not he wants to come back is going to be the big story. But what happens to Melvin Gordon? Where do you see him going? Well, first of all, he's not going to get the contract he thinks he's going to get. You know, he he wants that's what he wants that big money. Uh, what, what the Chargers offered him about ten million or something like that uh, in right. a contract before the season started. And he wouldn't take that. He's not getting anywhere near Zeke money, right? That's no, not going to no, happen. Yeah, no. All right, so I, I think he around ten million is probably about right. Maybe he gets a little bit over eleven, twelve. He's not Le'Veon Bell, or was not the well, we might get fourteen million a year, uh, even though Bell bombed this year. Uh, so I think there'll be you know, suitors out there, but you just named a whole bunch of running backs, Jim. There's going to be competition plus guys coming out of a draft. You know, once again, you're not looking at a whole slew of teams that I'd be like, oh man, can't wait to get our hands on Gordon. Uh, I think you brought it up on one of the other shows that Gordon does get hurt a bunch. You know, running backs get hurt anyway. I mean, where where could he end up? You know, I, there aren't once again there aren't too many perfect situations. Tampa out there. Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay is the one. Yeah, I know uh, that'll be you know. To, uh, Chris won't be happy about that. He wants Ronald Jones there, but he would make some sense there. You know, I think he makes a lot of sense there actually. There's someone to compliment that passing game there, and I, I think Tampa Bay has to have a good running back. Has to to take some of the pressure of Jameis Winston. Maybe he'll only throw 22 interceptions next year now, something like that. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm now, going Texans through teams would here. be another good place for him. Got Hyde and Johnson Carlos right now. Hyde, the Har- Carlos Hyde being a free agent as well. Look, Carlos Hyde did okay for them, but he wasn't, you know, somebody they could rely on to, you know, break down doors and, uh, you know, score tons of points for them. So I, I could see them trying to go another way and, and bringing in somebody who could be a little bit more versatile and do a little bit of everything for them. Uh, you and I both think Duke Johnson would be good enough in that role, but obviously teams don't agree with us. So there's something that goes on in the background with Duke Johnson yes. where coaches just don't like him for whatever reason. We don't know what that is, uh, but we know he's got the talent. But obviously they don't feel that. They went out and got hired after they got him. So, uh, But you know, one of these guys would be a good fit for the Texans if they do let Hyde walk. It's just going to be interesting to see who does it. Now, one of the other guys I want to talk about, and and is you know everybody's talking about is Kareem Hunt came back played well for them after you know the suspension and did what he had to do. Uh, a lot of people think he's you know going to be gone. I think if I'm Cleveland, I think I'm trying to bring him back. I think he makes a nice compliment to to Chubb. The only people that don't like that are Chubb lovers because they want as much Chubb as they can get as often as they can get. But you know in the reality of today's NFL, you need two running backs because. You know, if you just continue to run chub, 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 you're going to run him into the ground at an early age. He's not going to be worth much to you for the long term. Um, and, you know, you can make better hay out of having two running backs, I believe, than just having one back. Um, chub doesn't really get involved in the passing game, although he has shown he can catch the ball. What's your thoughts? I know you don't think they're going to keep Hunt. So what's your thoughts on what what Hunt does? And, you know, we could talk about the same teams that are available. I mean, even Pittsburgh's probably looking for running back at this point with John Connor being oft injured and nobody else really stepping up and, and being that guy they can count on. 
Um, of course, the offensive line took a major step back this year as well. But what's your thoughts with Kareem Hunt? Where do you see him being a good fit? And do you think he you know, does lead? Yeah, I'd be surprised if he stays uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm not sure Cleveland can afford him. You're going to pay two running backs? Remember, Chubb's not making big money yet. Neither is Mayfield. Now, we don't know if Mayfield's ever going to make big money. He certainly bombed this year. But assuming he pans out somewhat, that's a lot of calorie space you've got to uh, eventually account for. Not this year, but you've got to look in your future. You're going to pay Chubb and Hunt big money? You know, I mean, Hunt may take a little bit of a discount. He's happier in Cleveland. His old uh, GM's there and all that. But, you know, uh, I don't know if he's going to take that big a discount. He wants to make his big money. Running backs have to make that money as soon as they can. We've seen this before. That's why Le'Veon Le- 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 Bell did his holdout. Their careers are short. And this is why I think he has to go. I think his market will be also limited. There'll be certain, certain teams or owners that won't hire him because of what he did, what got him suspended. So that'll, uh, that'll hurt him as well. But he's a good player. I mean, I would agree. I think Cleveland in a perfect world would love to have him. Uh, Hunt and uh, Chubb, of course, it's dynamic. But I just don't think because of the financial part of it that he stays. I think he'll have to go almost to whoever's going to pay him the most. I think with running back, you that's almost what you have to do. It's the one position where I think you have to get paid, have to get paid as soon as you can, and you have to go to the highest bidder. You know, this way you make your money while you can because you're, you're, you're short. Like, you're not going to be Frank Gore where you're going to play forever. It's just not going to happen for most running backs here. So make it while you can here. I, listen, I think he can once again be in play with Tampa Bay. You know, I think he makes sense there. I think he, you can go Houston again. I think anybody that can f- sort of forget about what he did or isn't truly bothered by it, he makes sense unless you have an established back. I think he is a dynamic back. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. I mean... What else do you want there? I was worried when he left Kansas City, Jim, that, okay, he was a product of uh, Mahomes and Andy Reid. And you see in Cleveland now, no, he, he is, he's legit. He can play. So I think he'll have, a, I think he'll have a, uh, a market. He may even have the, he may have had the highest market for me, Jim, if not for what his past brings. Yeah, see, but now this is where I get into the issue. Is he going to get top dollar? We just named a bunch of really good running backs that are going to be available plus who's ever in the draft that they get at a much cheaper rate um, than they get any of these guys. And I'm just not sure if he goes out there and tests free agency that he's going to get the number he's looking for. You know, if he's looking for that big dollar amount, again, because of his history, because of that crap that went on with him, I just don't know if teams are going to want to pay him a big dollar amount. Look, he's one step away, one foolish thing away from being out of the league forever. Who's going to want to pay him big money for that? I agree with you. you know, I, I agree. They, and you know when uh, negotiations happen, they're going to use all of that. You know, there'll be some clauses in there where if you, uh, you, know, you get suspended again, you've got to give back your signing bonus, you know, the clawback, whatever you want to call it there. There'll certainly be that. And I, I think the biggest thing is what you said, though. With all these running backs that are out there, which does seem to be a, a nice running back market, plus the ones that come in from the draft, you know, you're sort of fighting against each other. You know, uh, of uh, these teams, there may, they may be more true starting running backs out there than teams that actually need a true starting running back. You know, so it really comes down to the teams that do need it, the Tampa Bay's. Will they overpay for what they think is the best guy? You know, will Arians overpay for, oh, I love Kareem Hunt. I love Melvin Gordon. I have to have this guy, that sort of thing. But what's playing in, uh, in Hunt's favor as well is he's still young. He's not old. He hasn't taken a, a huge beating. Because of what's happened, because this year he was uh, suspended for half the year. So I think that'll play into his. Uh, I think that'll play into his favor as well. I think Kareem Hunt might get paid the most, but not what these guys are thinking. I don't think anyone's going to approach the $14 million, uh, plus that Bell and Elliott got. No, I, I agree with that. And, you know, I, I, I'd be surprised if Hunt gets more than Gordon. 
Gordon is injured, but he doesn't have the other part of it where you have to worry about a stupid mistake taking this guy away from your team forever um, that Hunt brings. I'm just sorry, I do. I do think Arizona brings Drake back. Something happened with David Johnson that was just different. I think they let him go. I don't know what the ta- uh, cap impl- impl- ah, implications are of that. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I will have to. I want to look that up and see what what those cap things would be for him. They're heavy. If they did I'm let looking him at go. it now. I'm looking at it now. It, it's heavy for David Johnson. I didn't realize. Yeah, this. I, I figured happen. it would be. It was a big contract. I think it's. Um, I'm looking. I'm at uh, Spotrack.com. Uh, David Johnson dead cap is 16.2. Oof! Wow. Um, yeah, that, well, then they're going to have to try and trade him. They're going to have to. They can't take 16 mil as a dead cap hit. That would be nuts. That, that would they, be like Giants, what the Giants yeah. do all the time. Um, yeah, they got, <laughs> their dead they cap number is huge because right, of that. They, and they have about 51 million in cap space right now. Yeah, so they're going to have to try and trade him if they want to let him go. Otherwise, otherwise they keep him and, and let Drake walk. Oh, man, I can't, I can't see that after what the end of the year came up with you know with you know they're saying he had multiple relapses with the injury but i i don't know if we saw that what happened so we'll see no, you know I, maybe I he takes a hometown discount to stay in town i don't think so though no i think i think david i, I agree with that something happened that we don't know about i, I don't buy the injury thing at all he looked okay uh, or solid when he played and he wasn't playing at all and Drake played great, and he went the way you went with the better player at the time. Really don't have a problem with that, but something was up there with David Johnson. Maybe him and Cliff just didn't, uh, you know, a little oil and water weren't getting along. But I, I think David Johnson's gone. I think he's gone. I don't think he'll be with the team next year. Well, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But it really does have to make dollars and cents sense as well. Um, it does. I mean, if they can't afford to let him go because the cap hit is so huge, then. Sometimes you just got to bite that bullet as well and take the guys that you do have under contract. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, no show tomorrow, but on Friday we'll be back and we'll be talking some wide receivers, some tight ends that will be available for, as free agents. Tight end uh, market is a little shallow as far as free agents go, so we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, but there's some big names wide receivers that we can talk about. But, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be a weird year for free agency, I think, because you know there, there's teams out there that need a lot of help, like Minnesota Vikings that are in cap hell. They they're actually underneath the cap, uh, above the cap now. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the off season to try and alleviate that. But uh, you know, it's there's ooh, there's some big names going to be out there looking for big dollars that I just don't think the teams have to spend. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. George, any comments from you on what's going on and what you're looking for? Like I said, I just think it's a, it's a weird time in the NFL where most teams have that quarterback. It, it, we, generally, it's always is always about the quarterback, right? Where are these quarterbacks going? This, uh, this year's a little strange where a lot of teams have quarterbacks or quarterbacks they believe in. So there aren't too many teams that are desperate for one. And I want to see where all these veterans are going. Tom Brady, Bill Rivers. Uh, Bridgewater's not, well, he's a veteran, but not in that ilk. But I want to see where he ends up, what decision he makes. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, almost like a classic storyline to watch and almost fun. What what does Brady do? Is he really that pissed off, you know, at New England where he'll leave and play somebody else at 42, 43 years old? Like I said, to me, it's like a little book and I'm going to read it. Yeah, it's absolutely going to be crazy. So it's, uh, you know, it's fun to think about all these things. And that's what offseason is for to go through all these players, figure out where they're going to be, 
But of course, this has been the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Right after us is the BFFs with uh, Greg Sussman and Frank uh, Semple coming up and giving you plenty of information. We will be back on Friday, folks. Everybody, thanks for hanging. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. At this point, something's wrong. And at this point, it sounds like he really does need mental help. I hope he gets it. Um, You know, we know how great of a talent he is in the NFL, but his mind is definitely playing some w- wicked games on him right now. And he's just not, uh, you know, he doesn't have full control of his faculties. It doesn't seem like from everything he's done since the start of this offseason. So that's enough, Antonio Brown. I'm done. So let's keep moving. Um, You know, not a lot of news, but here's one you might like. The Giants are looking to hire Freddie Kitchens as mm-hmm. one of their positional coaches um, under Jason Garrett. What's your thoughts here? A lot of failed head coaches going to the, uh, the Giants. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's a weird one because Freddie Kitchens uh, is more of an what you, offense. He's not going to be the offensive line coach. I know they're bringing in another former Calvin Mark Colombo to see if he uh, can take over that job. So what's he going to be? The assistant to the offensive coordinator? A quarterback be, coach? Maybe a quarterback coach. Right. Quarterback coach know. would make some sense. Uh, yeah. It's just weird when you have, you know, when you're going to have another former coach, when you already have ears. I mean, whatever you think about Garrett, he has some. Uh, strong reputation in the industry does he need somebody to coach with him will he be comfortable doing that yeah, is that the problem in dallas by the way where he didn't really have complete authority because jerry jones uh undermined him now you're gonna do it with freddie kitchens as well weird i find it a little weird here but until we know what his exact title is going to be assistant head coach i don't know 
you know, uh, yeah, it's gonna, I think they were, it's going to be, don't you think, <laughs> don't you think they want to be careful with uh, judge too? You already got Jason Garrett, which means that things don't start off well. You know, people are like, oh, well, maybe Garrett's there to take over if Judge fails. Now you're bringing another head coach on the uh, on the staff. I might be a little bit yeah, careful here. To me, I, I look at it the other way. It makes a little bit of sense just because you have a, a first-time head coach. He's never been a ho- head coach at any level. And now you're bringing him, you know, guys that do have that experience. And as but long as he's strong enough to be, to be able to make sure he continues to have hold of that team, then I, I don't think it's a bad idea. If he lets either Garrett or Freddie Kitchens start to, you know, get up there and try to be the alpha, then this team is just going to have nothing but problems once again. I don't see Garrett doing that. He doesn't seem to have that. That was what's the problem with Garrett. Didn't have that personality to show he could be the alpha. And Kitchens is a failed head coach in one year. So yeah. uh, I don't think he has well, to No, I, And I agree with that. That's why I don't think it's as bad a signing if they do sign him. It hasn't happened yet, but it's not as bad a signing yet. Um, the other news for coaches anyway is that Jacksonville is bringing in uh, Jay Gruden as their offensive coordinator. I, I really like this move. Um, although, you know, in his mind, you know, I think it's good for him not to have to be the head coach, go back to being the offense. The problem is he's going to an offense that had a lot of the same problems he had in Washington. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.